for me to write this book is a miracle uh, because I'm one of those I don't like to read and I don't like to write. Honestly, the only book that I read is the Bible. Um, I have real challenges with concentration. And uh, this book was supposed to be written in 2011 uh, after I finished breaking the world record. But mm. I kept postponing and postponing. But during COVID is when God inspired me. And you see, when God inspires you, everything falls into place. Uh, my weaknesses became my strength. My excuses became my opportunities. And it was profound to see how God could work in the weakest moments. And that's why it is unthinkable. Welcome to the Let's Go 360 podcast. I'm Larry Fraley, your host, and I'll be bringing you conversations with outstanding mission-minded leaders with the aim of helping you develop your own spiritual life by understanding what God is doing through our guests' lives as we learn about their ministries and what God has called them to do. Well, greetings, everyone. I'm Larry Fraley, your Let's Go 360 podcast host. First of all, thank you for supporting Let's Go 360 with your positive ratings, kind comments, and referrals to your friends. Let's Go 360 is part of Christ's Church of the Valley here in the greater Phoenix, Arizona area. Throughout the valley, CCV has 15 campuses where children may enjoy interactive activities that strengthen their faith, where students can learn how to be Christ-centered change agents. Regardless of where you're at in your own personal walk, adults young and old will discover a place in which they can grow and feel at home. Well, with me today is Benny Prasad. He is probably one of the most interesting guys that I've talked with in a very long time. His story goes back to his childhood. And over 30 years ago, he was desiring to travel around the world. And some of his dreams got squashed. And he's going to talk a little bit about that today. But he's with us today from India. And it's around 9 o'clock at night and going on 9 o'clock here in the morning. So there's roughly a 12-hour time difference. And so he's ready to go to bed just as we're waking up. And so, Benny, welcome to the show. Thank you, Larry. So great to be there. Well, we're very excited to have you on. You've got a very interesting story. You are a believer that has gone through so many trials and disappointments, ups and downs, and your faith has remained so strong. And so we're just so honored to be with you today. You know, you. when when we, well, first of all, before we get started, you know, we have something in common. Did you know that? Do you know what it is? Well, what's that? Well, we have both been to Bangalore, India. And we have both been to North Korea. Wow, that's a rare combination. Yeah, what's the chances of that, right? Um, when I was working with Intel Corporation, I spent a lot of time in in Bangalore, stayed at the Oberai Hotel. Do you know where that's at? Yes, very much. And it's one of the most beautiful places here in Bangalore. Yeah, in fact, when you were there, I was there probably in the early 1990s. Were you there at that time? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I was born and brought up in Bangalore. Early 1990s when I went to Bible college to study. In fact, I just got saved uh, in the year 1991. Oh, wow. So <laughs> when I was uh, going back and forth to Bangalore, um, I met a Christian there, and he was always wanting me to bring the Left Behind books. Do you remember that oh, series of books? Yes, They couldn't. Much. They couldn't get them there. 
And mm-hmm. so I would bring him three or four copies every time I would come and he would he would have those read before my next my next trip. So he's got the whole collection because I brought them all over. That was wow. what I remember uh, in, in most in my time there in Bangalore. Wow. Well, why don't we get started here? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I presently, I work uh, in this place. It's a cafe called Chai 316, uh, where we reach out to young college students who are suicidal, depressed, and lonely. Uh, that's also connected with my own journey where at one point I was suicidal at 16, having lost uh, all hope. I was the perfect example for being hopeless uh, because educationally I was thrown out of school. I'm a high school dropout. And um, in medical ways, doctors gave me six months to live because of all the complications. And uh, talent-wise, I was thrown out of my music classes on the first day. And my teacher told me that I was tone deaf and beat deaf. So there was nothing good left in me to live. And other than the fact that I became the shame and the curse of my family and my society. Uh, And uh, so uh, I just contemplated to kill myself at 16. And uh, I had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Uh, And I was not looking for Jesus, by the way. I was just fed up with this whole religion and God and all those things. I thought, why why am I created so differently? And I felt God was unfair. But uh, as I contemplated to kill myself, I was asked by my mother to go to this uh, Christian youth camp for three days. And my plan was after three days, I would run away. I'd kill myself. So I planned everything well. And this offer going to the Christian youth camp uh, I thought was a brilliant idea because now I don't need to scheme an idea to run away from home because it's easier to run away from a Christian youth camp. But on the second day, I heard the audible voice of Jesus Christ. And uh, that was the turning point in my life. And uh, when Jesus said, even though you are called useless, I want you and I can transform your life and make you a new person. So I became a brand new person at 16, when Jesus came into my life. You know, it's amazing how God works through Christian camps. You know, whether it's a Christian camp in India or whether it's a Christian Mm -hmm. camp here in the U.S., I can't even begin to imagine how many young people have accepted Christ as a result of going and taking the time to go to a Christian camp. So I just want to put a plug in for all Christian camps. Here's Mm -hmm. a a guy who was uh, suicidal, and yet a Christian camp, was God used that time there to transform him? Well, good for you. Thank you. Thank you so good much. For you. Um, you know, you um, have had quite a journey, and we're going to certainly include your book uh, in our show notes. Um, the book's called Unthinkable, and I've read uh, a lot of it, not all of it yet, and it's a fascinating book about uh, um, Benny's life. And um, he's he's been to 245 different uh, countries. He holds the world record as to being the the fastest man ever to visit 245 nations. And he'll talk a little bit about that. His book is all about that. And although he doesn't mention the whole 100, the 245, he did pick 32 of those experiences that's in his book, and every one of them is really a 
a an amazing story and testimony of how God has used him, transformed his life, and I can't believe how many people he's reached. He's also a talented musician, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. He has created this this guitar. I have no idea how it works. Uh, I have listened to his his music on YouTube, and if you get a chance, check out uh, just Google Benny Prasad, and you will find a lot of different music that you can you can see um, on on YouTube. So, Benny, tell us a little bit about this adventure that you decided to go on. I know from your book you had you've always had this desire as a young child to to go to other countries. And you gave up hope on that many times as you started down that path and then got derailed and but you hung in there and then all of a sudden here you are the fastest man to visit 245 countries. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um my father is an aerospace scientist and uh, uh so he was involved in that and we stayed very close to the airport. So I saw the planes flying every day and Deep down in my heart, I had this desire that I wish I can sit in the aeroplane and take off uh, to at least one country in my lifetime. And uh, that was something that was only a dream because I knew that uh, being uh, being a high school dropout, that would be impossible to achieve. And uh, the reason I, uh, I, I was a dropout is because I had a lot of questions. And in the Indian educational system those days, Anyone who asks a question uh, is not valued. And hence, I lost my interest in studies. So this dream of traveling was there, but it was just a dream. I never thought it could be possible. And then, you know, for me, when I used to read the Bible, my favorite part of the Bible was the maps, the Paul's missionary journeys. And uh, so I, I was so attracted to how Paul traveled and I used to wish that I hope one day I can travel like this. But all these were just wishes and dreams, which I knew that it was impossible. But the moment I had this encounter with Jesus Christ, and when he said, Benny, I'm making you a new creation. And he also said that I have plans for you, not to harm you, but to prosper you. Then I asked the Lord, what is your plans for me? I know that I'm going to die in six months. That's what the doctors have told. I have no talents. I have no gifts. I don't talk well. Uh, I have a lot of, uh, lot of uh, ailments. And uh, during that time is when Jesus said, Benny, I want you to travel to every country in the world. I said, God, I think you're talking to the wrong person. I said, see, I have an Indian passport, which requires visas to almost every country in the world at that time. And uh, I said, why, why, would you, why would you want to say such things? And uh, Jesus said, what is impossible for man is possible for me. And, and you know, uh, Larry, the Bible is not just a nice, exciting book to read and uh, uh, giving you some kind of uh, uh, a motivation for the day, but it is the truth. And when these words are written in the Bible, and it is not just uh, a valid book of yesterday, but it is very much for today and tomorrow and forever. And I said, okay, God, this is this is your plan. So I will, I will be your traveler and you be my provider. Because one of the biggest questions is where will you get the money to travel the world? 
So I made a commitment with Jesus that I will never ask for money. I will never borrow money. I will never take a loan from the bank or trust the credit card. And you provide for me and I will be your traveler so that one day when I do finish traveling every country in the world, I can testify that truly Jesus Christ is my Jehovah Jireh. And he did provide for me to travel to all these countries. And for sure today, everywhere I go, I, I speak at beauty pageants or in the parliaments, uh, in, in, uh, in front of kings. And one of the top questions people ask me is, where did you get the money to travel? Especially I have 16 passports together. And when they see this, that's the first question people ask me, regardless of what background they're from. And it's a brilliant opportunity for me to testify that Jesus, he kept his word and he kept his word in the word of God. He kept his word when he spoke to me. And I am just the testament of obedience to his voice and his will. Well, you know, as I listen to your story, I can't, I can't help but think of the, the men and women in the Bible who also said the same thing that you said. Mm. Why would God, why would you want to use me? You were an imperfect person. Why would you want to choose me? And yet, when we think about it, God only uses imperfect people because we're all imperfect. But if you look at Scripture, you see these, these heroes of our faith that we don't think of as imperfect. Uh, but however, you, you look at, um, well, the first one that comes to mind is Elijah, because mm. Elijah shared something that you shared and that yeah. he was suicidal. Yes. And you've got, you got Joseph who was abused. You've got um, Job who, who went bankrupt. You had uh, who, Moses had a speech problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson was a, how would you say it, uh, a, a womanizer. Mm. Um, Rahab, the prostitute. Yes, God uses mm. imperfect people uh, because we're all imperfect. And so your story is um, right in line. You're, let's just say that you share good company with Praise those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your book's called Unthinkable. Tell us a little bit about that book. Yeah, uh, Larry, even for me to write this book is a miracle. Uh, because I'm one of those, I don't like to read and I don't like to write. Honestly, the only book that I read is the Bible. Um, I have real challenges with concentration. And uh, this book was supposed to be written in 2011 uh, after I finished breaking the world record. But mm. I kept postponing and postponing. But during COVID is when God inspired me. And you see, when God inspires you, everything falls into place. Uh, my weaknesses became my strength. My excuses became my opportunities. And uh, I, and within no time, I was able to sit down. And, uh, uh, and, and, you know, I don't have a journal. I've not written anything. So everything had to come from memory. And, uh, and God just started to bring things one after the other, one after the other. And it was profound to see how God could work in the weakest moments. And uh, so I chose these 32 countries, uh, true stories from them, and each one has a theme. And uh, this book is written in a way that can be even given out to people from other faith. Uh, recently, one of the atheists uh, came here to our cafe. And uh, so I told her, take this book, read it, and tell me the things that you, that you don't agree. And she came back each time and kept challenging me. But when it came to North Korea, she said, this is a completely staged 
uh, thing. I don't believe this can be possible. I said, why? She said, because this, you are a Christian artist. It's very obvious on Google that you are a Christian artist. And how can North Korea officially invite you to represent India and to perform, uh, perform for one of their most important events, the 100th birth anniversary of their founder? And I said, that's true. And that's why it is unthinkable. But with Jesus, it is possible because he paved and he made the way that, you know, they even, they, they took six months to do a background check on me. And still, they chose me to come and perform. Uh, and it's amazing how I got to play two worship songs. Uh, my Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. And I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene on an official stage. And uh, so I, the book contains these things. The book contains about standing against corruption where uh, I refused to pay a $50 bribe uh, mm -hmm. in Russia on my first journey. And because I took a stand for character, I faced uh, trouble where I was detained in the airport for 30 hours. And after 30 hours, I was deported back to India. And uh, But, you know, all these different... And then I talk about pride when I designed the 54-string guitar for the FIFA World Cup in Germany when I was going to perform. And I wanted to just show off my talent. But that whole thing was exactly like the Titanic ship. It did not do one proper journey. And out of the 54 strings, only six strings worked. And uh, I learned how to humble myself. And God really taught me lessons and uh, incredible stories of God's hand upon that. Like in Saudi Arabia, you know, at that time, uh, they used to cut long hair off at the airport for men, any man with long hair. So I remember when I landed there, I prayed to Jesus that if it is his will to blind all the officials in such a way that my hair and my guitar will not be visible. And God did the impossible. He blinded every one of them. And they never questioned about my hair or my guitar. And I was able to go into the country and minister over there. So the book contains true stories, but it is all God stories and God incidences. You know, you, you mentioned the, the bribe that you refused to take. Um, which took a lot because I I have to admit I have been to Africa many times, and every time we go into Africa, it's most of the time we're usually taking medicine into mm. the slum areas, and um, you know almost every time uh, I met with a you know one of the security officers who is wants to hold us up unless we mm. you know give him something uh, under the table. And um, there was times when I actually had to do that in order to get the medicine in. And I've always carried that uh, with me. You were brave enough to, uh, to, to your own safety. You, you, you decided to, you're not going to go into the country, something that you've longed to do for a long, long mm -hmm. time because someone wanted to take a bribe. And I know I remember reading that. And then you went, after you went through that, you went back on another journey Yes. And uh, I can't remember. And this time, the same thing happened to you. The yeah. the, the person said they wanted a bribe, and um, and you explained to them that you don't do that. And sure enough, God provided and let you in without taking a bribe. Is that right? Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's so. I I uh, am very very impressed with your integrity and character, and that shows throughout the book. And like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but. 
at least halfway through the book or or close to it, I I can see that theme uh, coming through over and over again. How Please. you persevered, you held fast to your belief, and God has provided. And so that's just amazing. Well, what well what's next? What's on Benny's horizon as far as new things you're working on and things you're excited about? Yeah. Right now, we, we run a course called the Apologetics Discipleship Training Course, our school. Uh, I, I've been with YWAM for almost 25 years. So this uh, vision God gave was to uh, equip people in the marketplace so that they can intellectually and rationally sit down and converse with people and share the truth of the gospel. Uh, because a lot of the times in India, the urban city is left out in terms of missions. And just because they have the money and uh, a nice house, that does not mean that they have everything. And uh, reading the Bible, I've learned that what can man give in exchange for his soul? And even if he gains the whole world, it's it's no point. And so God laid this in my heart to equip people in the marketplace so that we can engage and share the gospel and so that they will know the truth. So that's what uh, we've been doing. Uh, right now here in this uh, place. It's called Chai 316, our cafe. And the other area is we work in the area of mental health, helping college students uh, who are suicidal, depressed, and lonely. Bangalore uh, has a population of around 14 million people right now. Mm. And uh, it's still known as the suicide capital of India. And uh, India has uh, uh, about 66% of India's population is below 35 uh, and uh, that is almost the entire population of United States of America mm. uh, is is still, uh, you know, India's pop, young population itself triples up actually with the, when you compare to that. So there's lots of young people, but you know, a lot of them have been confused with uh, how you define morality, what is truth, and uh, you know. So we want to sit down and counsel them and uh, give them the right direction and most of all rescue them from the point of suicide and mm. in fact an average every week we rescue one young boy or a girl who is on wow. the verge of committing suicide wow wow well i'm so thankful that you're you that god has you there because you're making such a difference on lives that uh, would have taken them lives i i yeah. thought you were going to say it was the largest suicide rate because just just getting in a into a vehicle and driving in <laughs> Bangalore, yeah. Bangalore is, is suicidal you know yes yes well we're we're running out of time but i want to have you back if that's okay i'm i'm yes. so curious to to know what it was like growing up in a christian home in mm-hmm. india which yes. is a you know small percentage of people in india are are Christian, so I'd like to, you know, in the next episode, we we do let's let's talk about that a little bit. But you have to yes. promise me one thing: when we meet, yes. you're going to have to take me to it. My favorite food. I guess we have three things. Well, I'm assuming you like <laughs> Indian food. Yes. My, yes. Uh, my favorite food is Indian food, and so wow. I uh, I love uh, curry. I love vindaloo, uh, yes. which is yes. as you know hot. <laughs> And so uh, let's let's go have a meal. Uh, and yeah, uh, I'll take you that's... to the be- I'll take you to the best Indian restaurant here in here in in Phoenix, which I'm sure doesn't equal anything in India. But at least we'll have time to spend together. <laughs> That'd be well, wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today, Benny. How can we pray for you? 
Yeah, uh, Larry, right now our situation is quite uh, tough uh, because uh, we have the anti-conversion bill passed. And uh, so we have to be really careful uh, in terms of how uh, and what we do. And uh, if we are caught, then uh, we have uh, 10 years imprisonment without trial. Mm-hmm. So we have to well. be a bit more so praying that God would give us wisdom and uh, favor that we will be as wise as serpents and harmless as dove and still communicate the truth. Um, Well, we'll certainly be praying for you uh, for that. And um, we'll, we'll stay in touch and uh, I'll I'll keep track of, of what God's doing in Benny's life. uh, Not only through uh, Veronica, who is here with us on my staff and uh, knows you very well but I'll follow you as well. And for our listeners, be sure and check out the show notes where we'll have information about Benny's book and about his life. Well, Benny, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. May God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Let's Go 360 podcast, sponsored by Christ Church of the Valley. Check out CCV at ccv.church and our missions activity at ccv.church slash missions, where we are trying to fulfill the Great Commission, inspired by the Great Commandments.